I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, June 15th. Here are today's headlines. Catholic hospitals might be performing sex change operations. Now, a health sharing group is urging the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops to address these reports. The Daily Signal broke the news earlier today that Solidarity HealthShare has sent a letter to the bishops asking them to intervene and make sure no Catholic hospital is providing puberty blockers, hormones, or sex change surgeries. That letter references a report from the Lepanto Institute. That report indicates that the nation's largest Catholic nonprofit health system is acting directly against Catholic moral teaching in direct defiance of its Catholic identity by performing sex change operations intended to change an individual's sex. Solidary Health Share's letter asked the bishops to vote to revise their religious and equal directives for Catholic health care to be in line with their doctrinal note released earlier this year and to ask all Catholic health care providers to stop providing such life-altering medical procedures and drugs that directly counter Catholic Church teachings. Well, the Conference of Catholic Church Bishops is going to make a decision on this this week. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops is going to vote on whether to amend its directives to Catholic health care institutions in America, mandating that Catholic facilities not provide puberty blockers, hormones, or sex change surgeries like an elective hysterectomy, vaginoplasty, phalloplasty, and more. We recently covered that a far-left group known as the Southern Poverty Law Center has branded many pro-parental rights organizations as anti-government extremist groups. The Southern Poverty Law Center keeps a hate map of organizations that it claims are spreading hate. And this left-wing group claims that what organizations like Moms for Liberty, No Left Turn in Education, and Parents Defending Education are doing is spreading hate. Now Republicans in the House are standing up in defense of parents' rights. Earlier today, Michigan Republican Representative Lisa McLean introduced a resolution declaring that it is not extreme or hateful to believe that parents, not the government, should have the final say in their child's education. The Daily Signal's Tyler O'Neill has been covering this story. Tyler, what do we know about this resolution? Yeah, so this this resolution is really, um, you know, inspiring to see that the House Republicans, you know, that Lisa McLean would come out and say this. Um, she told me that it's abhorrent for a group like the Southern Poverty Law Center to include a benevolent, freedom-loving organization like Moms for Liberty on its so-called hate map just because they're defending the rights that parents have in their children's education. And I think this, you know, what we've been seeing on the left is this attempt to demonize moms and dads who really just want to you know, they're they're responding to what the left has been doing in education in the last few years, mm-hmm. where the left has been pushing Drag Queen Story Hour. It's been pushing these these books for children that are just shocking. You know, they have 
explicit sexual material in them, and they're advocating for an ideology that encourages children to you know, put themselves on a pathway that leads to cutting off healthy body parts, mm-hmm. that leads to taking drugs that will probably sterilize them and stunt their growth. I mean, and and parents are saying no. And for saying no, now they're put on a map with Ku Klux Klan chapters. Wow. So, Tyler, explain what exactly this resolution would do if passed. Does it have uh, significant power or authority to kind of change things moving forward? Yeah, no. So this is just a resolution, which means that it states how Congress feels, Mm. how the House feels about a specific issue. So it's an important step for stating what the House believes. And in this case, it's really important because I want to see who is not willing to add their vote Mm. to a resolution that says that parents are not extremist for advocating these things. Mm. You know, like this is something that Democrats should be able to agree with Republicans on. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm certain that when this comes up for a vote, all the Democrats are going to vote no and only the Republicans are going to vote yes. And I sure hope that every Republican at the very least, and hopefully some Democrats, will be able to say, yes, it's absurd for parents to be demonized for speaking out on these issues. Well, we're going to be watching what happens when that vote does come up, and we'll see what uh, where Republicans and Democrats stand on this issue. Tyler O'Neill, thank you for your reporting on this. Yeah, thanks so much, Virginia. The Federalist is reporting that the Biden family allegedly coerced a foreign national to pay them $10 million in bribes. This information is reportedly coming from individuals familiar with the investigation into how the FBI is handling the document known as an FD-1023. This document is believed to have information that shows that then-Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter accepted millions from a top executive at the Ukrainian natural gas firm Burisma Holdings. The money is believed to have been in exchange for influence on U.S. foreign policy in 2015 and 2016, when Biden was vice president. It's unclear what the FBI has done to investigate these claims of bribery, but sources are telling the Federalists that the FBI continues to stonewall the investigation. Biden has told reporters that the claims of his involvement in a bribery scheme are a bunch of malarkey. On Tuesday, we've reported that Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley says the Burisma executive who allegedly paid the Biden family millions kept 17 audio recordings of his conversations with Biden and his son Hunter. Now, the Federalist says it has learned that the form in the FBI's possession indicates that the Biden family coerced the Burisma executive to pay the bribes. Stay tuned as we continue to learn more about this investigation into the Biden family. But in other news today, the Supreme Court issued a ruling this morning that affects some hopeful adoptive parents. The justices have ruled to leave a law in place that prioritizes placement of Native American children with Native tribes or families. The case was brought by several adoptive parents. The upheld law first went into effect in 1978. The law addresses concerns that children with Native American ancestry were increasingly being placed for adoption with non-Native families and in state welfare institutions. The decision today was 7-2, and Justice Amy Coney Barrett, an adoptive mother herself, wrote the majority opinion. 
Barrett wrote that Congress did not exceed its authority when it passed the law in 1978. CNN reports that Barrett wrote in a long line of cases, we have characterized Congress's power to legislate with respect to the Indian tribes as plenary and exclusive. The president applauded the ruling, saying it keeps in place a vital protection for tribal sovereignty and Native children. Justice Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito dissented. An organization aimed at protecting children from gender treatment has a message for Congress. Transgender activists are endangering children and adolescents. Do No Harm Senior Fellow Dr. Miriam Grossman testified before the House Committee on Energy and Commerce Health Subcommittee yesterday. Dr. Grossman is a practicing psychiatrist, and she told members of Congress yesterday that when it comes to youth gender dysphoria, also called transgenderism, the public and most importantly parents are consistently fed misinformation. Dr. Grossman spent time during her opening statement responding to some of the misinformation around the gender identity debate, including comments made by Dr. Meredith McNamara, an assistant professor at the Yale School of Medicine. Dr. McNamara was also testifying yesterday. Dr. McNamara claims that social and medical interventions are the only evidence-based treatment and that scientific evidence shows it is life-saving. Without it, she's warning us, kids will commit suicide. Well, a growing number of countries have effectively banned the care to which she's referring. And thank God, there's been no wave of suicides or other mental health catastrophes. Dr. Grossman went on to detail how nations like Finland have placed strict limitations on medical interventions for minors. Dr. Grossman challenged members of Congress to prevent American tax dollars from funding gender treatments. We will leave a link to Dr. Grossman's full testimony in today's show notes. And with that, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning. I'm going to be sitting down with Dr. Huerta of Focus on the Family for a special Father's Day edition. We're talking about some of the challenges that dads face, and he offers some practical advice for how fathers can navigate raising their children in an ever-changing culture. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for joining us today, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.